The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It is at 2.05 on this Monday afternoon, the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Jayla Nye and Andrew Gross. And wish we were coming to you and starting this show with better news, but news out of Toronto today. Um, 11.30-ish. And uh, 11.30-ish our time. Our time, 11.30 our time. It's a beautiful day in Toronto as well. Lots of people out walking about over the lunchtime when a van, when a van hops the curb and uh, starts plowing down pedestrians on a very popular stretch of road and uh, along Young Street up to Finch, up to Mel Lastman Square. And it sounds like there's three different areas where he came up and then went back down again and came back up and came back down. We know that there's 8 to 10 injured. We know that there are deaths. There have been no confirmed numbers. We also know that the uh, suspect is in custody. is taken down by um, Toronto police. Mm-hmm. There's video out there of that uh, arrest. And uh, boy, uh, I'll tell you, that police officer, uh, wow. He just stands, uh, stares this guy it's like down. One on one. Yeah, it would really appear as though he came on the sus- uh, came upon the suspect by himself, and uh, before being joined by other police officers, was able to put him uh, under arrest. Um, despite uh, the suspect, and we have no real uh, further information on the suspect. We will get more as the afternoon goes on. Uh, but the suspect claiming to have a gun, and uh, the Toronto police officer just squaring up with him and eventually getting him to the ground. So. Well, threw something, and he threw something on the threw ground. Threw something so. on the ground, yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll keep you updated on this throughout the afternoon. Again, uh, Toronto police say the driver is in custody. They have given no details on age, gender, or possible motive. There is video of that arrest. There is video of the man on the back of the uh, the police car being arrested as well from uh, rather far away. We can tell you that seven people have been taken to Sunnybrook Hospital in Toronto. There has been a code orange issued there. and Code orange, um, very similar to what happened here in, in uh, Saskatchewan a couple of weeks ago, means that everybody, even if you're not at work, you're being cl- called into work. It's a mass, it's a mass uh, injury situation. So code orange at that hospital and um, yeah, Toronto police just issuing a note not too long ago saying that they are trying to coordinate information to get it out to the public and they're asking the public to not call 911 looking for information. Right, absolutely. And as that information becomes available, we'll make it available to you. We would assume that there will be a statement made by the Toronto police chief and possibly the mayor of Toronto will bring both of those to you as soon as they become available. Right now, though, the information is basically what we've just told you. We can tell you that there are a number of people who witnessed this today, this attack today. Alex Shaker was driving south on Young Street and he describes what what he saw. I seen this car go on the sidewalk and he just crumbled down one by one. Every single thing that came in his way, he just drove right on it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. He just destroyed so many people's lives. I, I'm sure there's a lot of fatalities out there. I saw a piece of a body all out there. Oh, my God. Phil Zulo uh, also echoing what a terrifying scene it was. 
It was awful. Brutal. There's people everywhere. And people, there's just shoes and shirts and ball caps on the floor. And some of the bodies were completely covered by blankets, which obviously means they didn't make it. It was brutal. Brutal, brutal. And Nick, another bystander, told uh, Global Toronto reporter Jamie Maracher um, what he saw. It was awful. Brutal. There's people everywhere. And people, there's just shoes and shirts and ball caps on the floor. And... Uh, well, I was studying and I witnessed the truck uh, flash by from that building. Apparently he was going from like Young and Finch. And the people next to me, the moment they saw, they screamed. When I turned and I saw, shot out right away. And by the time I got out, he was already over there turning about. And unfortunately, I witnessed a few people pass away in front of me. But apparently he uh, had a few more victims. Definitely in control of what he was doing, not like impairment. He knew what he was doing. And so you could right see the vehicle go up on the sidewalk? Yeah, it was all, he was already on the sidewalk from what I've seen. And it seemed as if he was intentionally trying to hit people. Yeah, from what I can tell, um, I was in shock. So my judgment may not be too much of the best, but from what I could see, he was in control. So again, we can tell you that the driver of the van in custody, the the arrest itself, caught on um, some iPhone, some uh, some cell phone cameras. You can see that on on Twitter. Um, plenty of information out there on social media right now. I just urge you to. Be careful what you believe in these early mm-hmm. <laughs> ongoing things. It's, um, it's uh, you know, a lot of reporters out there working hard right now to get yep. the proper information to you and the information confirmed by the authorities. Pretty easy to uh, jump to conclusions, obviously, and uh, but we'll get the facts and we'll find out what the truth is as the uh, afternoon unfolds. But you know what? As soon as we heard it, it took me back to September 30th mm-hmm. outside of that football game. It was a military appreciation night at the Eskimos game when Constable Cherenik was hit by that vehicle. And then uh, the suspect gets out, stabs him, takes off in, what was it? It was a U-Haul van of some sort. And then makes its way down Jasper Avenue. Four or five people injured uh, in that one right there. And, you know... It's something cities are going to have to look at. I know that some cities have already reacted very quickly um, Las Vegas, for example, mm-hmm. put up all those uh, barriers, and they're still putting them up along the Strip to prevent that kind of incident. It's, I, I, it's something all cities are going to have to look at, for sure. Um, Police Chief uh, Rod Connect uh, last week was telling us that he's going down to talk with some of the NFL um, commissioners about uh, their experience, what they learned from that game. We do know he told us that the National Security Enforcement Team is still involved in the case, the local case, the Edmonton case, and he said he is still confident a terrorism charge will be laid. You'll remember there was an mm-hmm. ISIS flag that was found in, in one of the vehicles um, associated with Abdullah Hassan Sharif, who still faces 11 charges, including five counts of attempted murder. That was the Edmonton incident. We're talking Toronto today. That's right. And uh, the truck involved uh, was a rider van. The rider is aware of the incident involving their rental van striking pedestrians in Toronto uh, this afternoon. They've uh, issued a statement saying they're saddened by this tragic event and our deepest sympathies go out to those impacted, uh, saying we take 
the safety and security related to the use of our entire fleet very seriously, and they are currently cooperating fully with authorities. Um, the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, commented on the incident on the way into question period today. Obviously, uh, we're just learning about the situation in Toronto. Our hearts go out to anyone affected. We're going to uh, uh, obviously have uh, more to learn and more to say in the coming uh, coming hours. And we'll uh, Prime Minister Trudeau going into question period this afternoon. It's Jalen Nye, Andrew Gross on the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. Let's head to Toronto where we'll uh, hook up with Global Toronto reporter Karen Lieberman. Karen, what a day for all of you down there. Can you tell me where you are and what you're seeing? Sure. So I'm standing at Young and Finch. This is in North York, so just north of downtown Toronto, effectively. Um, And I mean just dozens of police vehicles police officers, ambulances, um, you know, tons of yellow tape and just a vast, vast scene uh, with hundreds of people milling about, you know, just either in shock, had witnessed it because it was just a busy, busy time of day uh, right after the lunch hour and just uh, just an incredibly large scene with, you know, sadly, some orange tarps covering bodies. Karen, you mentioned it's a vast scene, and for those of us not as familiar with Toronto, how many blocks are we talking about? What length uh, from beginning to end? You know, it's, it's interesting. I, I mean, I, Young Street is such a long street, and I'm standing right at the beginning of the scene, and I mean, just blocks and blocks. I mean, if I had to estimate, I'd say like it's at least one kilometer hmm. in length, um, and the whole area just blocked off Young Street. You know, yeah. it's just like the busiest stretch of Toronto, of course, and uh, the beginning of it is is right near a a subway stop, a pretty busy one, uh, where some of the witnesses I spoke to were exiting when they literally saw this white van, in their words, plowing people down. You know, one man I spoke to just absolutely horrified by what he'd seen. He was shaking. Um, He was driving right behind the van. He says it would look like it, honestly, he said it looked like it was out of a movie scene. He couldn't believe it. He couldn't actually comprehend what he was seeing. And then when he, he finally kind of it registered, either there were bodies flying. Global Toronto reporter Karen Lieberman joining us this afternoon. Karen, do we have any idea of the confirmed number of injured, confirmed number of, of dead? It's so hard to say because I keep, hear, I keep hearing mixed reports, and I think it's just because I, I imagine the hospitals are just dealing with these patients in trauma right now. Um, the, I, I've heard at least five people killed. Um, Based on the witnesses who I spoke to, I mean, I would imagine it's more, uh, but but that's the number that I've heard, and uh, and it's it's hard to say at this point. I mean, the one the one individual I spoke to, he said he was walking out of the station, the Finch Station subway here, where I'm I'm standing kind of close to it right now. He said he saw the van turn onto Young Street, and he said like the police officer, he said there was one cruiser at the scene at that moment because it was just happening. He said the officer didn't even know what to do because it was just so traumatic. There was so much blood. There were so many, you know, people laying on the ground. Um, And then, of course, you know, then it was just all hands on deck. And then Mm -hmm. the police, paramedics, fire, everybody just descended upon Young Street. Hmm. And the suspect now in custody, but I suppose we know nothing about the suspect, uh, name or motive. Couldn't say at this point. I saw the same pictures and video that some of our, you know, some some other people have seen circulating on Twitter. Um, I heard one witness describe him as a European-looking individual. You know, obviously male, um, at least six foot tall, uh, pretty unassuming-looking person, and uh, and from what I understand, the only person inside that white van. 
All right, Karen Lieberman, know you have a busy day ahead of you. Uh, thanks for taking the time this afternoon. Appreciate it. Of course. Take care. Uh, Karen Lieberman from Global Toronto. She's a reporter there covering this story, um, as you can imagine. And um, the, the, the actual crime scene um, is quite a long distance as we talked off the top of the show they believe there's three different scenes where he went up onto the sidewalk uh hit people and then just came back down and it stretches as karen had suggested maybe a kilometer or more but again still no confirmation on the number of people hurt we know seven people were taken to sunnybrook hospital there is talk that uh, possibly as many as five people are killed but again we need to get that confirmed for you these are the numbers that some people have said are confirmed but uh, we're still working on it yeah and you know how these things uh, tend to unfold as the afternoon goes on the police are going to want to get the information to um, the mayor and uh, he's going to want to make a statement and we're going to have that for you this afternoon as it becomes available uh, but right now everybody's dealing with the situation as uh, it has unfolded, so the priority, of course, is to get aid to those people who were uh, mowed down by this individual. And the, f- the details will come out, I'm sure, before we're off the air this afternoon. Uh, we'll have all the details for you. All right, it's 2.18 on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. We'll take a break. Continue with more right after this. On a warm day, a nice day here in Edmonton, and certainly they were talking about that in Toronto today as well. Kind of a a spring-like day, people out for lunch, maybe doing a nice stroll on their lunchtime, getting out and enjoying some of that that fresh air and the warm sun on their skin when um, a rider van goes on a rampage a man in a riding in a rider van goes on a rampage and just mows down numerous people we are still waiting to know about the exact numbers of fatalities and those injured we can tell you sunnybrook hospital has said seven people were taken there but there are varying reports on the number of dead yeah that information will become available and we'll make it available to you as soon as it uh, as soon as it is available of course if you're familiar with toronto at all blur uh, and young both major arteries of the city young goes on uh, as you uh, heard our reporter from uh, global karen lieberman mentioned that the crime scene itself probably possibly a kilometer long or more um, but though that's a just a very busy mm-hmm. stretch of uh, Toronto. Both those uh, streets, major arteries of the city, they they basically crisscross uh, from center of downtown and go east, west, north, south. Young Street being the one that goes north, south. North York, you spent a lot of time in North York over the years. Yeah, I, I can totally picture that street, that intersection. Well, kind of ended up by a Mel Lastman Square, mm-hmm. which again, you think of a square where people are going to gather yep. and hang out on a on a nice day. That's right. As well, so police in Toronto called shortly before one well but right, right around 1 30 their time to uh to this uh to this attack and we're just watching the video again of the police officer taking down the suspect 
in this. Someone had videotaped it from mm-hmm. it looks like inside their car was just happened to be there. And it's uh, it's quite dramatic footage. It is quite something to see. The suspect, uh, you know, we've watched the video several times now. The police will address this. Uh, and enhance that video, I'm sure. Uh, the suspect uh, appears to threaten the police officer with having a weapon, says, I have a gun in my pocket. I think the police officer at one point responds, I don't care, get down. Um, it really looks as though, to me, I, I, speculation is just, uh, you know, it's probably not right to speculate at all. But from watching the video and from listening to the dialogue on the video, it, it sounds like he was, uh, the suspect was encouraging Um, the police officer to take more action and the police officer was determined to arrest him without taking that action and and successfully did that. Well, the foreign and interior ministers of the G7 nations are holding meetings in Toronto today uh, where the ministers have had a full slate of international security issues that they've been looking at and dealing with. The minister, Canada's Minister of Public Safety, Ralph Goodale, just spoke to the media about the attack in Toronto. We cannot uh, come to any firm conclusions uh, at this stage. Uh, the uh, the police are conducting, uh, obviously, their uh, their uh, thorough investigation to determine exactly what happened uh, and why it happened, the motivations involved. Um, but until until they are able to provide us with uh, with details um, that uh, that put this completely in a factual context, it would be uh, it would be inappropriate to to speculate. I can though say that um, uh, there is uh, complete cooperation and collaboration uh, among all of the relevant uh, police organizations uh, to make sure that all the appropriate resources are made available. Uh, and that we get the answers that uh, you and the public would want uh, just as rapidly as possible. Federal Public Safety Minister Ralph Goodall speaking there. He went on to say that it looks like the threat level will not increase. There is uh, no information available to me at the present time that would uh, indicate uh, a, a, a change in the risk level. Uh, the appropriate authorities of the Government of Canada, in collaboration with, uh, uh, with all of their relevant law enforcement partners, are constantly assessing and reassessing the nature of risk uh, in the country from whatever source it may come. Uh, if uh, uh, they conclude uh, that a change is, is appropriate, that uh, uh, that decision is uh, is made uh, by the key senior officials within the Government of Canada. But there is no information, and I think it's important to state this, there is no information uh, available to me at the present time that would lead us to conclude that there should be a change in risk level. So, uh, Ralph Goodale saying no information at this point to say that there should be a change in the risk level. He also said that it is still too early to call terror attack. Well, you or know, terrorism. The terrorism. Let's put it this way: it was a terror attack. Let's say it's if you yeah. want to use it in those words, but yeah, exactly. I mean, that always becomes the conversation yeah. after one of these incidents. How you break what, that down. yeah, what do you call it? What? How do you define a, an act of terror? It's an act of terror, um, but is it a political act of terror? Is it a mental health act mm-hmm. of terror? I mean, you know, um, that will become more evident uh, in the days and weeks to follow, I'm sure. As we uh, head to break here, Amir witnessed the attack in Toronto today as well. Go to the convenience store, I work here at the furniture store, and 
I saw a van coming uh, from uh, from the north side, and there was a guy trying to cross the street, and uh, he hit the guy on purpose. Like I, I could see it, he was driving on purpose to hit the guy. And the guy flew a good five, six meters, and uh, he was dead right away. Yeah. So he he was going this side, right? So he came this side just to hit the guy, and uh, he hit him pretty hard. He was going. I think it was going 80 at least. He flew like four or five meters and he was dead right away. We tried helping him, me and a few other people, but he was dead. Um, it was a male? How would you know about the male? It was a male in 40s, 50s. Oh. You're just talking about how family members are gonna get, they went, they, they, this morning they went, they thought everything's fine and it's... Like there was blood, uh, they covered it, but he was, he was hit pretty bad and we couldn't do much because he was he was dead right away. And then the van drove this way and I heard bangs, so I'm guessing he hits some other people on the... Eight to ten uh, people, yeah. On the outside of the street. Just don't so there's somebody who's been arrested. Sorry? There's people who have been arrested. Um, yes, I heard that. What, what you were, I mean, I know you were I having... I saw the van, it was, it was pretty it was godly a, damage. What? Well, the van was badly damaged. Yes, it was a white van. Uh, was it a rental van? I think it was. I saw something on the side. I don't know. Did it say riding. rider by any chance? Uh, it might have been. Like, I don't know. Uh, I just Black saw writing or something. Right. Um, but it, I'm pretty sure it was like it was badly damaged. So I'm guessing hit a few other people before hitting this guy here. But, you're, but you you could tell, like from what you saw, this was a hundred percent. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, it was from a few people. Like it was. It was badly damaged. So that was uh, Amir, a witness to the attack in Toronto today. I can tell you this just handed to me from Sunnybrook Hospital saying that they've received an uh, eighth person in critical condition. Um, they're saying in total one person confirmed dead. Five people are in critical condition. One person is in serious condition. Another in fair condition. We have had reports that as many as five people um, are dead, but we will keep you updated on this. Again, Sunnybrook Hospital saying they have seven or eight, rather eight patients now for treatment. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.